Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now... He gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. It is Sparky's Midday Madness, but no Steve Sparky Pfeiffer today. It's Dan Plucker filling in for Sparky as he gets the day off before Thanksgiving. A good day of rest for him before a holiday as well. He'll also be off on Friday. So I believe uh, Rami Makhlouf is hosting this hour of the show on Friday. I guess I'm not 100% sure on that. But I do know that right now it is me, Dan Plucker, and Sam Schmitz hanging out with you on Sparky's Midday Madness. And, and I wanted to take a second here. And, and kind of give a chance for some of our callers, for some people to, to call in and give some flowers to different Wisconsin sports athletes. Because we have witnessed what is truly one of the best years of Wisconsin sports in a long time. Maybe since in 10 years. Maybe the best year of Wisconsin sports in the decade this season. Started off with the Packers making their second consecutive trip to the NFC Championship game. And obviously that didn't go the way that all the Packer fans wanted it to go. But you have 12 really performing well and and winning the MVP eventually after that run. And the Packers really being the top team in the NFL outside of the Buccaneers. You could You could make that argument. All season long last year, they dominated 13-3 and and then made that playoff run. And we got to witness uh, a fantastic Packers season that unfortunately was fell just short in the NFC Championship game yet again. Rodgers wins the MVP of the league. And then we move on to the Bucs, who the Bucs play a fantastic regular season. They're being told all season long that there's no way they're getting past the Nets. Well, wouldn't you know, they get past the Nets and they make it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Giannis gets hurt, and everybody again is saying, oh, there's no way the Milwaukee Bucks make it to the NBA Finals and win the NBA championship now. Well, then Giannis comes back after the Bucks win in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Hawks and make it to the championship game. 
The Bucks fall down 0-2 to the Phoenix Suns. And Giannis has maybe the one of the best, if not the best, NBA Finals performance in NBA history and pulls off the reverse sweep and wins four straight to win an NBA championship for the city of Milwaukee. Moving into the Brewers now as well. And the Milwaukee Brewers have a fantastic season where you have three starters that are bona fide aces on pretty much every other team in Major League Baseball and have an unbelievable season where they go on stretches where they win 20 of 30 games and they run away with the NL Central and have a fantastic season and just do incredible things. Unfortunately, the season ends a little bit too soon uh, with a playoff loss to the Atlanta Braves. But... Just last week, Corbin Burns being named the first NL Cy Young winner in 39 years for the Milwaukee Brewers. Josh Hader winning NL Reliever of the Year yet again. And both yesterday being named to the MLB first team or whatever that award is. I believe it's the first team, all MLB or whatever it be. So you have those incredible pitchers that we have not been privy to in the last several years in the city of Milwaukee. And and sure, we have an off-season of weird things that go on with Aaron Rodgers. He wants out of Green Bay. He doesn't want out of Green Bay. He's not sure what he wants. But eventually, training camp comes around this season, and he's back, and he's playing. And the Packers jump out to an 8-3 and three start and do phenomenal things. And 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 they're they're sitting here with all of these injuries that they've sustained and they're still winning football games and they're still right in the conversation for the number one seed in the NFC. And as the season winds down, I just wanted to ask you, and I want you to call in at 414-799-1250 here on Sparky's Midday Madness with Dan Plucker. Which Wisconsin sports athlete are you most thankful for? A day before Thanksgiving, let's, let's give our due props to our Wisconsin sports athletes and and really sit down and and think of how thankful we should be at being Wisconsin sports fans. Like, listen to that. I, I was able to just go on a seven-minute diatribe of how great Wisconsin sports have been in the year of our Lord 2021. And we have to be thankful for the the teams that we got to see this year and the players that are on those teams. So I want to know from you at 414-799-1250, which Wisconsin sports athletes are you most thankful for? Uh, I would guess that at the top of that list is going to be Giannis because of what I just went through. Giannis winning two MVP awards before before this calendar year. And then being told that he's not essentially by all of these media analysts that he will never win another one until he wins another ring or until he wins a ring. And the absolute baloney that that is that he has to win a championship to win an MVP award. But then Giannis somehow, with the help of Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, fend off the Brooklyn Nets and even after getting hurt and having that crazy hyper-extended knee in the Eastern Conference Finals, comes back and delivers Milwaukee a ring. And just the absolute 
joy and euphoria that came for the Deer District, for downtown Milwaukee, for this city, for this state, to be called champions for the first time in 50 years. Me, on the day before Thanksgiving, I'm most thankful for the Greek freak and, and for what he brought to this city and what he continues to do for this city because I didn't even mention he signed his contract extension here just, I think it was late 2020, right, Sam? He signed that extension late 2020. It, it was wasn't 2021, Christmas. right around Christmas last year. I, I remembered correctly. So that wasn't quite, it doesn't quite get put in in this Giannis column for the year 2021 of who I'm most thankful for this season, 414-799-1250. But I am incredibly thankful for one Giannis Antetokounmpo with his decision-making to stay here, the absolute skill and prowess he shows on the court every single day, and his ability to bring home a championship and make the city of Milwaukee champions again. He is the player I am most thankful for, and I'm assuming a lot of you are probably thinking similarly. You can call in at 414-799-1250 if you think otherwise. If, if Maybe there's another guy you're more thankful for. Maybe you're sitting there and you're thinking, Aaron Rodgers, I'm really thankful for Aaron Rodgers. And you know why? Because we saw Jordan Love's first start, and it was not what we all had hoped for. I'm really thankful that 12 is still a Packer because I don't know how much longer Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Packer, so I need to eat up every single one of these minutes. Same thing with the Brewers. I mean, they have Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta, Josh Hader. Now, we we should be thankful for that now because we don't know how much longer that's going to last. Pitchers Pitching in baseball is one of the most fickle things in all of sports. It can turn on a flip of a dime. You can see that. With Corbin Burns, I mean, he just joined the big show yesterday and said in 2019, I had one of the worst seasons a pitcher could ever have. And this year, I was the best pitcher in the National League and the best pitcher in baseball, potentially even. It it goes both ways. You can have incredible seasons and then all of a sudden fall off the table and have a drop-off year where you're just not quite as good. So maybe you're thankful for Corbin Burns or Josh Hader or Brandon Woodruff or any of these guys. And honestly, I'm thankful for all three of them, of of course, right now. I am so incredibly thankful for all of that. And it, it doesn't even have to be a, a professional athlete as well. It doesn't even have to be a professional athlete that lives here. Tim uh, tweets at Dan Plucker at 1250 AM, the fan, hands down right now, J.J. Watt, for taking care of the funeral expenses for the Waukesha victims. 100%. 100% agree with you. J.J. Watt, incredible thing that he did. And I'll count him as a Wisconsin sports athlete, having played for the Badgers, obviously, and what he did for his hometown in Waukesha. An absolute travesty of what happened there. And and truly disgusting that that, that did happen. But thankful for J.J. for the money and donations that he has put in to that as well. And, and when I think of uh, a horrible transition, but when I think of the other Wisconsin Badgers right now, too, I think of a Braylon Allen who almost single-handedly brought back this Wisconsin Badger season with what he's been able to do the last couple of weeks, running for 100 yards or more in seven consecutive games and putting this team on his back and putting them in a position where after starting one and three, they could win the Big Ten West this this weekend and have a shot at winning the big 10. That's unbelievable. The flip, the turnaround that happened there for the Wisconsin Badgers, largely in part because of Braylon Allen. 
he's another player that I am extremely thankful for as we sit here the day before Thanksgiving. Who are you most thankful for in the year 2021 for Wisconsin sports athletes? So much good has happened for this city, for this state over the last year. And I want to give you the opportunity to say thank you to your favorite player here in Milwaukee or in Wisconsin at 414-799-1250. It's Dan Plucker filling in for Sparky on Midday Madness. We'll take your calls and get some of your comments next here on Midday Madness. It is Sparky's Midday Madness. I am Dan Plucker filling in the shoes of Steve Sparky Five for today. Uh, We are live from the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education for more than 25 years. Lakeland.edu for more information to get some classes going. Maybe you want to go back into some college classes, get your degree, all of those things you can do at Lakeland.edu. It is Dan Plucker filling in for Sparky, and I'm asking you today, in a year that has been absolutely incredible for Wisconsin sports fans, to... Call in and give me the Wisconsin athlete that you are most thankful for. For me, it's Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's not really close. For others, it might be Aaron Rodgers. And we have some uh, breaking news requiring Aaron Rodgers. Breaking news on the Big Show Radio Network is powered by Odyssey.com Sports and presented by BetQL. Become a better sports better. Get smarter to beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. If you're on social media, you've probably already seen this. But if not, uh, Aaron Rodgers at the microphone right now. Um, or I should say on Zoom right now talking to the media, and he decided that with the whole COVID toe thing when everything going on in that situation, he's like, fine, if you guys want to make up all of these random rumors, let me show you. And he literally took his shoe and sock off, put his foot up to the screen, and showed what he declares a broken toe. He has a fractured pinky toe on his uh, left foot, that is that is what the lingering injury is that's going to hurt him through the bye and maybe even further on and why he's not practicing as or why he is practicing as little as he is because he literally showed his foot on the camera that he has this injury it's not covid toe it's a broken toe uh, and David Bakhtiari calling some people out on social media as well, uh, saying that they need to right some wrongs. So the whole COVID toe thing that we heard yesterday on the Pat McAfee show, that was all just a ruse, all just a joke. He has a broken toe. Aaron Rodgers does. And, and, and maybe he's the guy that you're most thankful for in 2021. And it would be well-deserved because he won an MVP award. He took you to an NFC championship game. And despite all of the hoopla that happened this off season, he's back in green Bay and leading a team to what looks like could be another long playoff run, another potential super bowl run, a, a very worthy person that you could be thankful for. I think for this season as well, what do you think? 414-799-1250. Tell me who you're most thankful for in Wisconsin sports a day before Thanksgiving. Let's go out to Mike on the South side. He called that number and he's rewarded being on the show. Mike, how are you today? Hey guys. Hey, what's up, Mike? Happy uh, tea day tomorrow. Thanks. You too. It's some turkey balls. Good time watching all these uh, weekend warriors get hurt. Mm-hmm. But uh, I hurt my big toe and you know, the old school guys, Chuck Bain and Eric, you know, I played on a broken leg. Yeah. Tiger Woods played on a broken leg, 36 holes. 
your toes and you're a quarterback with that footwork or a broken thumb on your throwing hand people just don't realize it but I do have a it is Giannis Giannis so Giannis is is the person you're most thankful for and I didn't hear about the J.J. Watt thing I'm going to save that but it is Giannis I mean down to earth people don't tug at the Superman cape they see him they I'd seen him at a restaurant. I didn't even think about going up. You know, at their time, he's given us a lot. Mm-hmm. Respect it. No but doubt. J.J. Watt, uh, something came to mind. It's like, it's not getting the pub. It's like what I can do. And that, I got a little emotional. I'm going to go now. That's all right, Mike. Thanks for all calling right. in. No, I, 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 I get that. This is... It, it's an emotional thing that happened in Waukesha and, and JJ Watt really stepped up for his community. And that was a, a great, fantastic thing. So I'm very thankful for him at this Thanksgiving day as well. And I think a lot of people are a lot of people that really need help right now. And, and uh, a lot of people need help. A lot of people are in uh, children's hospitals around this time of, of the year as well. It's a, a very difficult thing and uh, my family, I've experienced things where my brother has had to be in children's hospitals around this time of the year as well. And I just wanted to bring up an opportunity for you to uh, donate today to the, the fans' 15th annual toy drive benefiting Children's Wisconsin, courtesy of Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Simply go to 1250amthefan.com and click on the toy drive link to donate today. It's the fans' 15th annual toy drive presented by Annex Wealth Management through December 3rd. And all of the toys and money that we get donated uh, in the next week, because December 3rd is next Friday. So if you've been on the fence about this or if you have people you've told that you were going to get a group together, like time's running out. Like we need your help. Please donate some toys, donate some money today uh, so that we can get uh, people that are in need and children that are in need for a variety of different reasons. Uh, a toy that could just put a smile on their face today in the uh, a, a difficult time. The holiday season is supposed to be a great time, and and for some it can be the most difficult when it's it's not when when it's not a very happy time, and when you can just put a smile on a kid's face for a couple minutes or a couple hours with a toy, it, it could be literally life changing for some people. So please go and donate to our toy drive today. Uh, this is. The topic, which Wisconsin athlete are you most thankful for in the year 2021? We saw the Brewers go on a great run. The Packers win an NFC championship run as well. And the Milwaukee Bucks won a championship. And Giannis Antetokounmpo is my player that I'm most thankful for in Wisconsin sports today. The Badgers fought back, could be Big Ten champions if things go their way. Who knows? There's still a lot more uh, going on that that could go on in this college football season. It's pretty crazy. Braylon Allen, a huge part of that. Leo Chanel and Jack Sanborn, huge for the Badgers as well on the defensive side of things. So there, there are a couple Badgers you could be pretty thankful for as well as this season winds down season winds down and this year winds down like a month from right now where it's going to be Christmas, Christmas Eve. And in a month and a week, it's 2022 already. Like we, we, we should enjoy and bask in what we're currently witnessing and have witnessed this year in 2021 and not forget the brilliant seasons and years that we've had 
uh, this year and this season in 2021. It's been spectacular. It's been an absolute blast being able to talk with you every single day about it on these 1250 AM, the fan airwaves. And I think I can speak for myself, for Rami, for Leroy, Gary Sparky, for Bart Winkler and all the producers here. Like we love being able to talk to you about these players and these people every day. And it's an honor getting to not just talk to you, but also talk to them in some situations like we did with Corbin Burns. We'll hear that interview uh, in the next segment of the show, the replay from yesterday on the Wendy's big show when he joined us, because they're great people, honestly, like, and, and you guys, all of our listeners, great people as well. Let's go out to Timmy in Dallas. He called in at 414-799-1250. Timmy, who are you most thankful for a day before Thanksgiving in Wisconsin sports? That's easy. Giannis, I waited 50 years to see the Bucks win another NBA championship. I'm 56 years old. And the way he carries himself, and the great thing about European players, if you haven't noticed, they tend to be very loyal to their team when they come to the NBA. Here in Dallas, we had Dirk Nowitzki, who mm-hmm. would never have thought of you know, changing teams. And uh, I think Aaron Rodgers could learn a lot from the way Giannis carries himself and his character. Yeah, absolutely, Timmy. It's a great point. Thanks for the call. And and uh, and Giannis is, uh, like I said, he's unbelievable on the court, but also it's the things he does off the court too. Like uh, I, I've seen countless situations where Giannis, and I've been in a situation where Giannis took a photo with me actually in, in a Costco and, and he's so happy and willing to, to continually be that face, to continually be that guy that fans can go up to and, and not have any fear asking for an autograph or a photograph, but not just that, but also uh, all of the causes that he helps, uh, including, I know he just did a diaper drive down at the Pfizer forum as well, where a bunch of people came and donated diapers uh, in return for nothing. Giannis just helped in that situation. And we've seen him be in those spots in different rallies in different situations where he's handing out water, doing all these different things that helps make him a part, not just of this franchise of this team, but of this community as well. And that's something that not a lot of athletes, well, plenty of athletes do, but I don't know if a lot of them do it to the same degree and to the same a level of meaningfulness as Giannis because he's been in those situations. He he was that person that needed help when he was young, and now he's just so giving and gives back all the time. It's truly incredible, not just what he does on, but also off the court. I am thankful for Giannis Antetokounmpo today. Sam Schmitz. How about a sleeper one? Sleeper one. Hit me Since with we've it. all gone with Aaron Rodgers, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the, you know, the try young with the Milwaukee Brewers and all that, about an underrated one that we should probably give a lot more props to, and Devondre Campbell of the Green Bay Packers sure. just coming out of nowhere and being a complete staple for this Packers defense. Yeah, he's been huge, you know, and I th- also I think, Kenny Clark because yeah. he always deserves more credit. <laughs> yes, Kenny Clark always deserves more credit. Devondre Campbell, another really good one. I'll throw in Drew Holiday as well. Uh, what he brought to the Bucks when they made that trade for him earlier this year is what brought them a championship. You know, like him coming to Milwaukee and and being that guy on this team and. and leading the, the charge at the point guard position game in and game out, learning how to play with Giannis and Middleton 
and and not just and helping them win a championship and not just what he does again with similar with Giannis not just what he does on the court but also off the court he's very involved in in our community and in the communities of places that where he's played like New Orleans helping people that are in need and I've, I've always been very grateful for him as well at least in in the last year that he's been here uh, Middleton another one I think we can throw in there all of the clutch shots that he had during that stretch run in the playoffs and, and really putting the team on his back in different situations where if they needed a bucket, you could give the ball to Chris Middleton and he got the job done uh, for the Brewers as well. I mean, I'm surprised Bobby Portis's name hasn't been brought up either for the Bucks. He was huge in that championship run as well. Basically any of those Bucks players, I think deserve huge thank yous for what they did for our city and bringing a championship here and, and having uh, a huge celebration too for the Bucks. So credit to the Bucks ownership and thank you to them for being able to host a Deer District uh, of fans and coming right out of a pandemic as well, where we felt like because I was in that mix as well. It felt like a comfortable environment. We all felt safe and we all had a great time as well, being within that atmosphere and enjoying that atmosphere once things began to open up again it was really a cool experience to be able to be down there and and be with so many bucks fans celebrating a championship run after a really tough 2020 year it was a lot of fun and and just a really cool thing i know i've said that a lot but a really awesome thing for the city of milwaukee that's been waiting for a championship for 50 years we'll hit a quick break here and we'll well, when we come back, we'll hear from a guy, another guy that I'm very thankful for, Corbin Burns, the reigning NL Cy Young Award winner after being named the Cy Young Award winner last week. We'll hear the Big Show's conversation with him next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. It's time to jump around because it's Dan Plucker filling in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on Sparky's Midday Madness. And right now you're going to hear a great interview that happened yesterday on the Wendy's Big Show uh, where Corbin Burns, right, fresh off of winning that NL Cy Young Award, joined the show, talked about the achievement and also what it meant for the, the Brewers and how their season kind of came to a close. He details that and maybe, just maybe, a little bit about his uh, potential contract extension with the crew as well. Let's get right into it. This is what Corbin Burns said yesterday. Tell me, we're all watching on an MLB network, obviously, uh, when it was all going down, what were the nerves like? Did you have the sweaty palms going? Like, how nervous were you waiting for that that moment to occur? You know, I wasn't too nervous. Um, you know, it was one of those things that you know, I, I couldn't change the outcome of what was going to happen. The, the votes were already in. It was just kind of waiting to hear what was uh, you know what the results were going to be. Um, you know, I think the my, my wife and family and everyone that was there was was more nervous than I was. You know, for me, it was just one of those things like, hey, I, I did what I could do and. We'll see what happens. So, um, you know, we, we came out on the on the good side of it. Did you ever think, though, that it this could happen for you this season? I mean, you had a tremendous year. Uh, and I think, of course, we were rooting for you. But I think if you had naysayers, and that would be people outside of the state of Wisconsin and your family, that there wasn't enough innings pitched. But that's just the way the Brewers do, do, their, do their thing there. So did you have an inkling that you probably weren't going to make it because of the innings pitched? Yeah, you know, that's one of those things that, um, you know, we set out from the beginning of the year of, of you know, putting, a, you know, putting not necessarily a limit on us, but a, a focus on um, getting us through the season healthy and, and going to that six-man rotation. So, um, you know, for me, it was, it was I'm going to go out there and take the ball as, as often as I can, and um, whenever they give me the ball, I'm going to go out there and pitch for as long as I can. Um, so, you know, I, I gave everything that I could do 
uh, when I was given the ball. Um, you know, the fact that the other guys were in a, in a five-man rotation versus six-man and got those more innings, that was just, you know, kind of how their team operated. So, um, you know, that's something that if, if they were going to hold that against me, then, you know, that's so be it. But that's just kind of how things, how things were going to go that year. And, um, you know, fortunately enough, they, uh, they didn't hold that against me. Do you think, real quick, this is Gary Ellerson. Do you think you just more. just told me it was my time to ask I know, I'm sorry. I just thought this was. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I appreciate that. I'm but sorry. do you think, though, it's more good. teams in Major League will operate the way the Brewers are operating? You think the game is going that way? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Um, you know, I think I think there are some teams that did it this last year just because of you know the nature of coming off of a off of a short season. Um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with you know with the CBA and, and some of the rule changes that might happen, to, you know, roster restrictions, that kind of thing. So, I think that will will dictate um, you know what happens with with you know how the, how teams can can use their pitching. Um, you know, you, you have the teams like us, the Rays, um, the A's, and some of these teams that are have such good bullpens that, um, you know, they put the focus on, on getting the ball in those guys' hands to, to close down a game. So, um, you know, if that means that you, you go to a six-man rotation and, and limit the starters' innings, you know, it, that's, you know, that's something that's, I think, still to be determined. But, um, you know, it, it worked for us this year. It worked for some other teams this year. Uh, but, yeah, we'll just have to wait to kind of see. Uh, Corbin, Leroy Butler, uh, I want to give a shout-out to Mike Vasalis uh, for getting you on. That's my guy. He's a Great guy, and 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 this is this is historic for us because we don't normally see this in these small markets. Cy Young, against these other guys, Wheeler, and all these, and all those guys had great years. But this is because this is in the NL when the Brewers had a Cy Young before it was the AL. So this is historic. So my question is, take me back because remember it it didn't start so great at one point. You had to go back into the lab and do all these, fix all these things. Then I never even heard of a cutter before. I don't even know what a fastball is, to be honest. I'm a football guy. That's why this is historic. From where you went to now, a household name, and maybe up for a big contract in the future. But tell me about that process, because I think people forget about that process you had to go through. Right. Yeah. I mean, 2019. It was it was well documented. It was one of the you know one of the worst years for you know a pitcher could have. Um, but you know that all the underlying stats and stuff that hey, you know, it's just kind of unlucky year and and things should turn around. So you know, the easy thing would have been, hey, you know what, it was just a bad year, got unlucky. We can just try to keep you know grinding with what we're what we're doing and hopefully it figures out. Or you can take the hard route and try to uh, make a bunch of mechanical changes, make some mindset changes, just kind of kind of flip a 180. Um, and that was kind of the route that I wanted to go. Um, we had that discussion with the Brewers and, and they were on board. So. Um, you know, post-19, like I said, we were in the lab um, quite a bit. We did a lot of things to, to try to turn things around, and, and we got some good results from it in 2020. So, um, you know, the offseason after 2020, it was let's, let's continue this process and continue to refine some things and, and some mentality stuff. And, um, you know, fortunately enough, this year in, in 2021, we were able to, to continue that. And, and um, you know, so, you know, credit to – Credit to everyone that helped me, everyone in the Brewers organization to you know to stick with me after a tough nineteen and mm-hmm. and um, you know, now we're at the we're at the top of the game. Obviously everybody talks about you and how great you were and obviously you deserve all that credit, but obviously you know, Chris Hook is a pitching coach, that becomes part of it. And the other part of this too are the catchers that catch you game in and game out mm-hmm. because that's a mm-hmm. true partnership that you guys have working together. Absolutely. Um, you know, Omar and, and Manny the last couple um, seasons have been have been awesome. Um, you know they, they they've done a great job of putting in the work along with me um, to to know what we're doing out there to know how we're attacking hitters 
Um, you know, so a lot of the credit goes to those guys of doing a great job of calling a game and and being you know being walls around the play, keeping balls in front of them, and just doing the uh, the, the best they can to to try to get us wins. So it was uh, it was a good year, and you know, fortunately, unfortunately, we're you know we're not not going to have Manny back next year. So um, you know, we got a got a new catcher in Pedro Severino that I get to get to get to start that relationship all over again with, and um, we'll just keep working. Can you take us through maybe the last month of the season? You guys had, you know, you're pretty much out there. You're going to win your division. And then a lot of people thought maybe you lost your mojo within within that month. Can you take us through how that was within the clubhouse and the team? For the – you're talking about the, the last stretch of the season? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, clinching early is, you know, it's one of those things that it's, it's always nice because you get guys some breaks. Um, and it's all about, you know, you got to try to maintain that focus. Um you know, no, no one wants to clinch the, the the season on the very last day of the year, and you're, you're having to grind all the way out. So, um, you know, we were fortunate enough to, to get a little bit of a break there, and um, you know, we came across a, a good team in Atlanta in the postseason. But, um, you know, we we were we, we still had the you know, the fire underneath us and, and the fire burning, and um, you know, I think we just came across a good Atlanta Braves team at the at the right mm-hmm. time. And um, you know, the last couple months of baseball they put together with you know after the trade deadline and their acquisitions was was pretty special. So. I think that's three of the last four years that uh, the team that's knocked us out has gone on to, to win the World Series. So, um, you know, we're, we're close. We're, you know, we're, we're knocking on the door. We're one step away. So it's one of those things that uh, we got to go back and get after to get in this offseason and come to spring training ready to go. I, I got to ask this because if I don't, I'm going to be mad at myself after the interview is done. Talking with Corbin Burns, Brewers, NLSI young pitcher uh, here on the Wendy's Big Show. Have you and the Brewers had any conversations uh, about a potential extension? Don't answer that. Forward? Don't answer that, Corbin. Don't <laughs> answer that. Up, don't man. answer that. Man, don't do that. Why are you setting him up like that, I'll Steve? Tell you, hold on. I'll tell you why. Because oh, with arbitration that yeah. he's going to have to go through and these other guys, ask Josh Hader. He goes through it. It's a horrible process. The process sucks. It's no mm. fair to him. It's no fair uh, to the organization. I hate the process itself. So <laughs> to guarantee yourself money past that and not have to go through that process, to me, and you guarantee yourself money, it's not like – you football players they don't have guaranteed contracts because they're your question. union problems. Yeah. Um, in, in this situation, it locks up money for Corbin. So, okay, back to the question, Corbin. Have you all had the talks about an extension? Uh, well, let's see. Here, here's the best answer I can give you. We've got, uh, we got the tender deadline coming up at um, December 2nd. So that's when uh, that's when all the, the conversations and contract start, uh, talk will start. So, um, right now, we're just focusing on you know enjoying the enjoying the Cy Young. Everyone's restocking the Brewers, so um, you know when that time comes, um, we'll uh, you know we'll, I'm sure there'll be lots of discussion. Yeah, that's but, good enough. Um, yeah, let me move. That's but, good you know, enough. Yeah, yeah. That's yep, good right enough. now, we're just enjoying this. Good season. answer. Next yeah. time he's on, you're not on <laughs> the show. That's a good answer. Go ahead, Lorenzo. Hey man, you man holding a man money over there. I want to know where in the world is Bakersfield, California. I, because I'm a helicopter dad. I mean, I'm all I I want to be there every step of the way with my son. Were your parents like that? I mean, I grew up kind of with Chipper Jones and Papelbon and these guys down in Florida. It's also the home of Kevin Harvick, Leroy. Never heard of him. NASCAR so, driving. Yeah, I never heard of NASCAR. Well, Buster, we're but, Buster Posey. Yeah, yeah, and I'm a big Buster Posey guy, Florida State. Yeah. But how were your parents in the process or your family? Because I think that's the one thing we forget about. When we have our lows and our highs. Your family has to be there for you, and it really helps. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So my, uh, my parents, um, usually, I mean, they're, they're there for opening day. Uh, Bakersfield is only about, um, you know, seven hour car ride to spring training. So they'll, you know, they'll come out to spring training and, 
and uh, you'll see some outings there and spend some time with us. Um, and then they'll usually uh, make it out to Milwaukee a couple times a year. Um, they obviously the West Coast trips whenever we come through, um, you know, Los Angeles and San Francisco, San Diego. They're always there to uh, you know to see us there. But yeah, you know, they, they've been good. They they're awesome. They're you know they've been supportive ever since my you know since the days I've been playing in college. They've always come around. So it's um it, it's good having around to help out. Um, you know, and now with, uh, we've got a baby on the way here in the, in, in a couple months. So oh, very um, nice. I'm, sure, Congratulations. I'm sure we'll be, uh, we'll be seeing him even more to, to help out my wife. So how does this work now for you? How much of a break do you take before you start gearing back up for spring training? Yeah. So I, I, I took a couple weeks off. Um, I took a, took a little extra time this year just because of the, uh, you know, the award announcement show happened to happen to be the, was going to be the first week that I was going to get back into it. So decided to take an extra week off um but you know i'm back out at the gym and getting back in shape again um i won't 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 touch a baseball here for probably another week or so um but uh yeah we're we're already starting to hit it hard in the weight room and starting to put our minds together with uh you know some of the analytics guys to to uh, have some ideas to, to work on as far as pitching stuff for the for the off season and just starting to uh dig dig back into everything we're talking to Corbin Burns, the man, Cy Young winner, 2021. Uh, he's going to win it again. He's already guaranteed it. And we've already given him an extension. But my question is this. <laughs> now, be honest with me. Now, just be honest if you can. Just if you can. Just who has the better hair, you or Josh Hader? Because I think we're split. We were going to do a poll before you came on. But I, what do you think? I mean, who has the better hair? I know you watch him sometimes. Say, my hair is better than that. I mean, because it's, it's always a big What do you mean, deal. watching them? Damn, everybody be doing it. Everybody be watching guys, each you know other's guys, hair. Know, David Bacciari does it all the time. He says he has the best hair on the team. Oh, so God. I just want to hear a fair answer. Do you think you have the best hair on the team? Or you want to, like, bow out and say, hater does? I mean, is it somebody else? Yeah, I don't know. It's it, it's close. I mean, it, it, it. I think it depends on the day. There's some days that you know, but my, my, my hair's looking good. There's some days hair's his hair's looking good. I definitely can say that he puts a lot more work into making his hair look good. Uh oh, that's um, breaking news. I, he's he, 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 he's on it. Him and he's he's got his wife on top of him to, to make it look good. And and for me, it's just kind of kind of roll the bed, put a brush through it, and that's how it's gonna be that day. So Thank he's you. he's just straight head and shoulders. I guess that's what he's saying. I don't yeah. blame him. That, that he gets I don't blame him. Yeah, Hater seems more like Bakhtiari. Yes. Bakhtiari yes. really takes care of yeah. his hair. He's got a whole routine yeah. that dude goes through. Yeah. That's yeah. insane what he goes through for his hair. Hey, Corbin, thanks so much for coming on, man. Enjoy the time off. Congrats on winning the NL Cy Young. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Yeah, you have a good Thanksgiving. It. There he was, Corbin Burns on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. Always cool when you can talk to a Cy Young winner. Even cooler when it's a couple days after he won the award. And even better after he did it with the Milwaukee Brewers. First time in 39 years. Our pleasure having Corbin Burns on the big show with us yesterday. Uh, we'll hit a quick break here. When we come back, we'll head up to Green Bay, hear Matt LaFleur's press conference as uh, he addressed Aaron Jones, who practiced today. Could he play? You'll find out next here on Sparky's Midday Madness with Dan Plucker. It is Sparky's Midday Madness. And real quick, let's go up to Green Bay and hear from the head coach, Matt LaFleur, in the last couple minutes of the show here before Tim Allen takes over 
with the Rami Show. Yeah, the Packers uh, executed a couple times on Sunday, but did wind up losing to the Vikings in that game. And a huge game coming up with the Rams on Sunday. I know it's a couple days out yet, but still, we got to break it down because that's a pretty big matchup in terms of the seeding of the NFC division. A winner gets a tiebreaker, and that could be a huge advantage depending on the way that this thing all seeds out. It's Dan Pluckers filling in for Sparky here on Sparky's Midday Madness, and now joining me is another guy who's filling in, Tim Allen on the Rami Show, coming up in just a couple minutes here. Tim, what's going on, dude? What's happening? And, yeah, you, you talk about a big game. I, I, I need to discuss where the Packers rank in the NFC. I mean, yeah. you've got some you've got some big players over there, and I, you know Dallas has had their problems. The Rams, as you mentioned, that's huge. What a huge matchup! What a huge game! What God bless the NFL too, because that that is that's just a great great matchup. Buccaneers doing their thing. Mm-hmm. You've got the Arizona Cardinals as the one seed, and I think th- that's it, right? I mean, you're you're looking at Rams and Cardinals, Buccaneers. Cowboys and Green Bay. Yeah, so those are the five, right? That one of those teams, I believe, is going to the Super Bowl. Which one? I, man, I don't know. This mm-hmm. is great theater. Yeah, I mean, unless something crazy happens where the Vikings just stay like red hot, and then all of a sudden, no Dan. Yeah, yeah, you but, know, you bring up the Vikings, but is there another team? Does another NFC team crawl into the mix here? Mm-hmm. Three wild card teams here this year, yeah, starting this the year. The 49ers so. have been looking better. Uh, and, and and their defense obviously got them to a Super Bowl a couple years back. Pretty similar team overall in terms of the talent they have. Maybe even, dare I say it, a little bit better for the team in San Francisco with the talent they have on the offensive side of things. Maybe not on the defensive side of the ball, but a lot of similar names. I don't know. It's it's an interesting it's an interesting debate. And and uh, the Packers need to have at least a little bit of home field advantage of the playoffs to make it through. And that's going to be tough to say with all of the health issues they've had. Yeah, it's 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 just great. I mean, there's not much to dislike about the NFL, although I've got a couple of things. <laughs> intentional grounding is one of them. That's I'm on my new soapbox on intentional grounding. Oh, okay. That, let me just say this, that Dan, we've been watching the NFL for a million years. Shouldn't that be a judgment call? We see this every every single week in the NFL, if not multiple times per game mm-hmm. in the NFL. And that is in or out of the tackle box, a quarterback is throwing a ball away to avoid a sack. Yeah. That's how it has to be defined right there. That should be a judgment call, not just a tackle box call. That should be, you you know full well that Russell Wilson's running around there and there's nothing nothing doing. Airmails a ball into the stands, you know, eight feet above DK Metcalf's (laughs) head. And that's not a grounding call to avoid a sack when somebody's draped all over him. Yeah. But, you know, again. That's a good point. Maybe subtle things, but I was talking to a friend of mine the other day that said, I'm getting bored with the NFL. Huh? Bored? I know. How? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Lions and Bears are expected to draw like 23 million people tomorrow, and that's the matchup of two of the worst teams in the NFL. So that's crazy to me. Since the 30s, Detroit has been playing on Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. The Cowboys have been playing on Thanksgiving since the 60s, barring two two years in the 70s, 75 and 77. Um, and then there's a reason for that. It's a marketing strategy, or at least at that time it was for each of those respective teams. Sure. That, you know, these teams lobbied 
to do that. So in the middle 60s, the Cowboys lobbied the NFL. Hey, can we, let us play on Thanksgiving every day. That's great marketing. Then the Rams wanted it. The Rams said the same thing. Well, we want it in the 70s. And uh, Vince Ferragamo and company, they, they wanted to market their team. That didn't work out real well, but it's still NFL football. It's still family food. And uh, it, we, we all have to keep into perspective. And we all throw out numbers and statistical information. Dan, I've, I've got some information that supersedes any Ooh. sports statistical information that you're ever going to hear. And wow. That's start off the show in just a second. All here. right, Tim. I like to tease. What else you got on today's show? Okay, we're going to be having uh, Vinny Rotino on. What would a show be without me talking some Brewers baseball? <laughs> I'm still not totally healed from this season. I'm still not. I, I just still go back to certain moves that could have been made, certain players that should have stepped up. And so we'll talk to Vinny Rotino, uh, Valley Sports, Wisconsin, former Brewer, uh, about that. Um, we will talk with, with the folks over at Pro Football Focus and uh, get, a, get a rundown of where they think that the Packers kind of, you know, land in the NFC seeding. And, and we like to do that. I, I think that's part of the fun in the NFL. Um, and then also Ryan Wood, our, our Green Bay football insider, is going to join us and uh, talk and see what, if the Packers can kind of limp through and get to their bye week. Yeah, Tim, sounds like a solid show. Happy Thanksgiving to you. It's been a while since I've gotten to talk to you and especially uh, – Get like I said, talk to you, and and, and uh, I'm looking forward to more opportunities over the next calendar year as well. Thankful for somebody like you here at the station. Yeah, thank you, Dan. Same to you. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. It has been Sparky's Midday Madness with Dan Plucker. Catch Tim on Rami the Rami Show next here on the Fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or. I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 